another episode of The Follow-Up. I'm Eden, and this is my dad, Noah, and every week for the past two years, we've just been sitting in my bed and having a conversation about something we want to talk about. And this week, we're going to talk about different types of frustration and how I solve that. Are you frustrated that you've had a stuffy nose for a while? Yes. <laughs> and you solve that just by blowing your nose all the time? By blowing my nose. And the best way to solve it is... Is there something in your teeth? Yeah. <laughs> the best way to solve that is just to take medicine and... Uh, <laughs> keep blowing your nose. Keep blowing your nose. All right. So this week you were explaining something to me about something that was frustrating you in the class. And was, I don't remember the exact example, but you said I get sometimes I get I get frustrated very easily. And I said to you, well, you you handle it well because you handle things pretty calmly and directly. And then when thinking about a topic for the podcast, I thought that this was a, this was a good one. So. And I think a lot of other kids your age, eight years old, third grade, can relate to these things. So, so give give me an example of something that frustrates you in the classroom. This is something that frustrates me because people don't know this. Is that if someone's sitting this close to you on the rug, you won't ask them to move over. So, like, can, I, can you please move over? They'll move over this much, like half a centimeter. And I'm like... I need a little more space, then they'll move over this much. And then it's like, and then they'll move over this much. So it's like, like when I do it, I'll, I'll go like, like, can you ask me? I'll go like this. To give someone a lot of like, space. Yeah, is this enough space? But then you ask that person, is this enough? Right. Okay. But it's like, you don't move half a centimeter. That really bothers me. So then how do you, how do you handle that? I try, uh, I'll ask, I'll like, would you please move over, like, a chunk of space because this is just a little close? Okay. And then, I'll, and then if they still just move over half a centimeter. Just, and then if they still just move half a centimeter, I'll just hopefully let that go. Okay. So it's picking we'll your battles. try to move over that. And see if you can move over a little right. bit. Yeah. Uh, give, me, give, me, give me something else. When people don't, when you come back from the classroom after an activity and people and no one's pushed in any of their chairs so, so but we have because we have very tight spaces and you have 33 kids and in the we class. have 33 kids in the class so it's 33 chairs and the it's like this skinny so if this is pushed out this is a chair it's gonna go slam in and that just causes a lot of traffic of moving and then slows things down and then you're yeah, like yeah and then next. like and then when someone and then someone just slides into that seat, and you're like, "Really?" So someone slides into their seat, and then it's, it's like it's like, like it's like if the on the airplane, if all the aisle seats boarded first, and then you'd have to go in right. past people. And then it's like, "Really?" So what's the solution? And I'm like, "There, that the thing is push. Just make sure you push into your chair." Like, so that's so that's. Out. So when you are leaving the classroom, just push it. The teacher should stop, up. look, like she'll say, "Make sure you push in your chair sometimes." But that doesn't happen. You just have to know. Just push in your chair. Okay. What about um, what about other things with? And, and we never mentioned names or anything here, but but something that might frustrate you with 
a friend or maybe at recess? I get frustrated. Like, let's say I'm not involved in this. I get very, or I might be. I get frustrated when I'm at recess, like if it's like a game or something. People just are all, we don't, we never get to the game because they're just arguing too much about the small thing. Bothers me if people argue about the small things. So, like, who makes, give an example. Like, it, like, this happens all the time now. And, like, I know a bunch of my friends know this. If we're playing, like, family, mm-hmm. and someone wants to be, like, the big sister, but then someone else wants to be, they'll argue and argue. And then when someone mentions, what about your twins? They'll just argue and argue, and that basically just gets you involved. And then there's and then there's no time for the game. And then there's no time tip for the game. So, how do you handle that? Really, I just... So, this is my way of handling Try to think of a compromise. Like, you could be twins. Mm-hmm. Try to think of it, but when you're saying it to them, try, try to say it in a calm way. Try not to say it like, guys, you stopped. Like, stop. You could just be twins. Like, try to say it like, I think, I, I think I, or you could say, I have a solution that I think you both might like. What mm-hmm. about your twins? Like, try to say it. In a calm way, so it doesn't look like, oh yeah, she. She's she, telling us exactly she's what telling to do. Us what to do. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, she has maybe a smart solution that we can fix this problem. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make sense. Like you're just wasting all your recess time on this silly thing. Like, I, I, silly. I think I think I would get to the point where, if, if a group started arguing or two kids started arguing, I would just say, all right, I'm out. I'm not going. Yeah. I'm going to go something else. I usually, like, I'll try to say stuff, and then it's just like... It's disappointing, because that's what you want to, that's what you want to play. Um, but how about, could you make a rule in the beginning? All right, we're all going to rotate throughout the week if we play. We're all yeah, going to yeah. rotate roles, yeah. so that there is no arguing, and that we actually all get to play this game all the time. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, maybe even make a chart. Yeah, because... Of the people who are playing on Monday, and then maybe you have open spots for other people that want to come in and play. Right, because it just doesn't make sense that you're wasting all your recess time arguing on this small thing. Mm-hmm. You can almost make, a, like, a, a clock, and each day everybody rotates one number around to, yeah. a different, uh, to a different role. Something like that. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so just so that everybody can do something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What about when it comes to, I know we've talked about it before with with friendships and things that might get, the things that might get you frustrated when friends or just other, just other people in the class aren't acting the way that you would handle and you would handle certain things. Like, like, ex- ex- like expectations of people. Expectations? Of your friends, yeah. My friends, that's something that really bothers That gets me frustrated easily because I set expectations, and most people do, of the way that they act. And they'll just set an expectation for people that way. So setting an expectation of that you expect to be treated the way that you would treat somebody. Right. Which is a fair, which is a fair expectation. Fair. Yeah. And like that you're treat, the way that you're treating them is the way that they should be treating you. Mm-hmm. Like, friendships are a two-way street. Right. Yeah. And, usually, like, if that doesn't happen, it just 
But also, it depends on what happens. Okay. Like, if we just... Okay, we might... We're not always going to agree on stuff. Sure, of course. But if it's... Like, we're playing five days of recess, and we can't agree on one thing, that's just, like... It shows, like, we can't really agree on something. Yeah, but also maybe the... Not just on the agreement part, but maybe you... Um, you see how someone else treats another person or right. drags you into an argument or... Um, or if they're always or, asking for my advice on stuff that's not even my problems. Yeah, so what, so take me through that. So, because it's, it's good that people want to come to you because that means they trust your right. advice. But if they come to you, so say two people are having an argument, one person comes to you and, off, and asks for your advice, and then you give them some advice and then if that person goes back to the other person and says well Eden said then that then that involves you and then you get in trouble and that that's not how you handle that's not how you handle that you just that person who you gave advice to should go back and say well how about this and 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 leave you and leave you out of it usually what I'll say is I'll try to offer my advice but it also depends on how they ask me if they ask me here, I'm in an argument, and I really don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. And I think you might have an idea. Could you help me? I'm like, and I'll, that's something that I'll say sure to. Mm-hmm. But if they're like, Eden, I'm in an argument. Like, with this person, come and help me. Like, like I can't come. I can offer you some advice. And they're just like, come oh, like, I can't. No, because once you physically put yourself in that position, now you're involved. Right. Yes. Um, but also, I'll usually say, like, if they ask for advice, I'll say, I'll give you advice. But if you use this, don't say, put in your own words. Don't just say, like, Eden said. Oh, okay. So similar to what I said right. before. Okay. Yeah. And it's, uh, I think I think it's easy to be disappointed by people. It is. And, and, and I think, I don't know if we've talked about this on the podcast or not, but you have high expectations of people. Yes. And so do I. Right. And so does mom. And it, I'll, I never want to tell you, lower your expectations of people because I, I, I want you to surround yourselves with, with people who deserve to be surrounding themselves with you. Right. I, I just don't want you to be consistently disappointed but you might hit some of those stretches in life where you're disappointed more often than not but you but you will find the people that you accept that they accept you and that that don't that don't let you down but also there's a there's a fine line between all right just one time maybe someone lets you down and then giving giving them another giving them another chance And and not just writing somebody off but making sure that all right well they maybe they let you down by breaking your trust. So maybe maybe you don't trust them with maybe you maybe you trust them with something very very small the next time just to see what happens, right. and and go about it that way. But I'll usually like if they upset me a bunch of times in a week, that's when I can start thinking about stuff. But if it's just like, <coughs> but if they got me upset once, yeah, like give them the benefit of the doubt. Right. Yeah. All right. Hey, what else? Uh, what else on your mind with this uh, on how to 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 handle frustration? Like any any calming methods? This any, is anything an you overall do? tip, and yeah. this doesn't just work for frustration. 
This can work for a bunch of things, but especially for frustration. Sit back, just count to 10, just breathe, and just think about what happened. Because mm -hmm. the best, usually the best way to deal with frustration is not to respond right away. That's a good point. Because usually if you respond right away, or a lot of times when you respond away, when you're really frustrated, you're not always going to really mean what you really said. Great point. You're going to say something that you, not, that you don't mean, and that you're just going to get the other person more frustrated. Yeah. Stop, think, and then say something that you actually mean, but that is not going to upset them, then you can say. But don't just say something right away that you might not mean. Think about what they say, or think about what this other person has done. Step back 10 seconds, and while you're counting to 10, really thinking, all right, is this, is this worth my energy? Is, should I just walk away? Should I respond? How should I respond? Respond calmly in, in, in most instances. That's, that's a really good point. Yeah. yeah. All right, I'm proud of you. Love you. Love you.